0: everybody and welcome to another exciting episode of bloody good horror my name's eric and i will be your host this evening as we review sick did you feel like you didn't get enough of the pandemic in 2020 well here's a movie about it uh written by kevin williamson that guy he did uh, scream and some other stuff i don't know we'll find out he did that werewolf movie
1: <laughs> I heard this movie was fake.
0: Cursed. Yeah. Um, and I, I think he wrote... Did he write all the Scream sequels?
2: Uh, a bunch of them. One, two, and four. I thought he was in and all four. Yeah. Right. yeah.
0: All
2: right. He's credited probably on all of them. for like characters <laughs> I'm sure because they use the
0: characters. Yeah. Love it. All right. Wait, Join he me. wrote The Cursed or a different movie called He wrote Cursed. Oh, uh, yeah. I haven't seen that. Joining me tonight uh has never seen cursed he lives in new york city and his name is john schnorris guess i know what i'm doing this weekend that's right <laughs> that that that's one of those movies that has a little bit of like a cult following it's like a 90s thing yeah. right wasn't it, it was like, like, right like around it was kind of like the like from the creators of scream now mm-hmm. this thing i think it was early 2000s <laughs> i want
1: to say well because he Ritchie, right
0: yeah mm-hmm. i was trying i i remember the like Cover of the poster. Uh, he also did. I know you did last summer. Wes Craven returned to form. I'm sure that was said at some point. You know. I guess. can
1: assure you, Kevin Williamson has no idea what I did last summer. <laughs> doesn't <laughs> want to know. Next up tonight. No, he probably doesn't.
0: Next up tonight from Indiana. Please welcome Casey. Hello. And last up uh, from. Uh, San Francisco right or the Bay Area sure from Oakland?
3: Yeah, close enough I mean I, if I told you the town it would make notes that you'd be like oh yeah the San, San Francisco. the San Francisco's um,
0: treat San Francisco's treat right it's rice
3: exactly delicious <laughs> very exciting delicious rice. rice
0: please welcome Rachel but- to the show
3: But we have to eat it on a cable car. That's like the law here. Mm -hmm. You can't eat rice outside of a cable car. And at the end of every meal, it's ding, ding. Ding, ding. You know, I'm just noticing,
0: Rachel, that your sweater matches your hair and your hat. Which is kind of amazing.
3: (laughs) You got to (laughs) coordinate.
0: As someone that wears the same five t-shirts and the same hoodie every day, that is impressive. (laughs)
3: Well, we can do a makeover. You want you want a stylist advice. You are going to be flashy when I'm done. (laughs)
1: America's next. How do you feel about
3: LeMay? I feel like you could really pull it up. I don't know what
1: that means. (laughs) I think the (laughs) I think the zombie girls remake giving makeovers on the BGH cast could probably be a pretty good fundraiser. I mean, I would put money.
3: In. <laughs> Not that, honestly, to be honest, it like you don't need makeovers. You guys look great, but it would uh, be fun to make <laughs> my Barbie for a day. <laughs> um,
0: I smell a I smell a Patreon bonus. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> there
1: you yeah.
0: go. We're here to talk about sick, so let's take a quick break and do just that. This is it, Senator. <laughs> Your big break in TV. <laughs> <laughs> the time. Yeah. I think of you anytime I see someone, (laughs) Rachel's looking at me. I think of you anytime I see someone talk about how they like the Star Wars prequels on Twitter. (laughs) Like, (laughs) at least once a day, I see something. I've been on Twitter too much lately, in case you can't tell. At least once a day, I see something that I'm like, I have to see this. And Schnars literally wouldn't believe this is real. (laughs) <laughs> like, I'm going to tell him about this in the show, and he's going to be like, that's not real. No one's seriously doing it. and I'm just going to be like, no. Like, I'm playing the conversation in my head as I'm reading uh, a stupid tweet.
2: I would say for any of those things, it's like a 50% chance it's a bot at this point.
0: I have so. noticed that since since Elon Musk took over, I'm not making this up, all of my, my only Twitter activity, I get like maybe one or two likes on something, and then I get once a day, I get followed by a porn bot. And it's like clockwork every single Gosh, day. they're back. It's crazy. Power to the porn And bots. it was like he took over, and within days, that's, it just completely changed. And I was like, okay, cool. Twitter.
2: Isn't that – well, whatever. I like – you know, because I follow the the media news, and like there is nothing media people like to talk about more than like what goes on in Twitter. It's like it makes
0: me want to use it so l- much less. Like every time, I'm just like, you guys are all mental. Like what's my – I don't know there is yeah, a so. certain Twitter psychosis that happens when you spend too much time on it where you just forget that what the real world is like yeah. you don't mm-hmm. understand mm-hmm. yeah
3: I'm terrible at Twitter and I have a lot of like I'm I'm able to Elon Musk has been very freeing for me because I'm able to be like it's okay that I'm terrible at this but well, I used to have a lot of anxiety about <laughs> about like a Twitter writer's block <laughs> so I, 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 I am mean,
0: I, oh, I have no shortage of dumb thoughts to share with Twitter, but my thing is more, I've realized that it is now like elder millennial safety social media. Like it's like, it's the thing that's been around long enough. We sort of get what it is. And so that's why we kind of stick around, but like, it doesn't feel like a thing that's very vital anymore. You know what I mean? Like, and you don't hear kids being like, hey, do you see this thing on Twitter? You know what I mean? Like it's, it is now what Facebook was like, started to be like 10 years ago.
3: Mm. Yeah, My moment to shine has arrived. I'm coming yeah. back. <laughs>
0: like I like Instagram. Well, what's for- your porn bot count, Rachel? That's the real question. <laughs> mm, I don't know. It might be. Low. I mean, we have BGH has well, like 50,000 followers or something. And I'm sure I'm sure it is a good 75% of our followers. Yeah. yeah. Presumably. Yeah.
3: What's a girl got to do to get some bots around here? <laughs>
0: Joe was interacting on, with them for a while. Be so on Twitter that, since that 2007, right, and have somebody just talking to porn bots all day. <laughs> or real porn stars, even. That happened, too. Thanks for the follow. <laughs> I
3: just talked to Stormy Daniels the other day. Does that count?
0: <laughs> John. Uh, yes. You know what there's a lot of on Twitter? Words. Words. Nice. Mind-melded with you for a second. Poorly spelled, I would guess. (laughs) Poorly spelled. Many times. Yep. Uh, John, please bring us the word of the day.
2: Eric, today's word, epizootic. Sounds hot. Mm -hmm. That's E-P-I-Z-O-O-T-I-C, epizootic. Temporarily prevalent and widespread in an animal population, it's an outbreak of an epizo- epizootic disease. It's basically an epidemic, but that's happening to animals.
0: Interesting. John it has nothing to do with this movie. John, we're animals. Absolutely, Absolutely. We're, we're, it's true. So we, we are, all but I think you know, I make no distinction so uh, for the fair. record. <laughs> Man is meat, I guess. That's um, right. So forth. Um, hey, you're the Cro- you're Cronenberg the fan. There you go. Speaking of, uh, we were sharing the yeah. trailer today for that new brand, Brandon Cronenberg, the progeny, right? Yeah, yeah. And I Infinity believe Pool. it was, I believe it was described as piss soaked, his new movie. <laughs> Can you yes. confirm?
2: I did not watch the trailer. I actually am not going to watch it. I just saw that because you all sent like a I screenshot. Love, of love. I a don't. Tweet you're right. Something. I didn't like
0: really look into it. I just love that Mia Goss in it. Like she is buck wild and just wants to do some <laughs> crazy shit, and I really like it. Well, I think yeah. was
2: I telling you all last week or no? It must have, it, it happened this week because so I must not have talked about it. But uh, I went to see um, Avatar two. Took my son. Great time. Lovely. A lot of fun. They have they had like these like poster. You know whatever whatever the posters are that are freestanding. They're not on the wall. They're just like on the ground. They have one of those for Infinity Pool. The standees. And I'm like, (coughs) first of all, I was like, this movie's getting one of those? Great. That's awesome. But it's Mia Goth and then, is it a Skarsgård? Alexander Skarsgård, yeah. And then in the middle, it's like this deformed alien looking face and i was like what are they doing with it i can't wait i'm so excited have we so ever I'm done gonna a- like it I i'm think so excited like have it. we ever done a I guess it I have is... to do, that's this weekend right
3: yeah 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 I, when i got out of the sundance showing i was like okay let's play a game name a bodily fluid and i'll tell you if it's so i guess Infinity we're gonna four. i guess we're spoiler alert got- the answer is yes yeah i guess we're oh. gonna oh
0: we're gonna have to see if we can Get to it this weekend. Oh, my, I'm going. My favorite I'll thing about anytime. Mia. My favorite thing about Mia Goth being just completely crazy and badass is that her voice is like she's one of the kids being babysat by Mary Poppins. Like that's she what sounds
3: like a like. haunted Victorian <laughs> doll. Like <laughs> yes. that's what she <laughs> yes. sounds.
0: like. Just this dainty little British, like fancy, <laughs> mm-hmm. fancy gal. Just funny. Yep. Um, hey, John. Yeah. You know what Mia Goth is not in. Uh, the movie Sick. This movie Sick. Could you tell Presumably. me? Tell me about it. I found out from Rachel's email that I read five minutes before the show that Kevin Williamson wrote this movie. <laughs> yeah, he did.
2: Yep. It's directed by John Hyams, who I found out while I was researching earlier today is the son of Peter Hyams. Uh, oh, that guy. John Hyams, like most, like John, this director, is at least his Wikipedia page is most well known for the Universal Soldier series. Ah. Nice. For fans of Universal Soldier. Who is Soldier.
0: Peter Hyams? I don't know who that
2: is. Peter Hyams is like a Kind of genre director in the like 60s, 70s, maybe even earlier than that. He he directed a lot of stuff. Um, uh, I just sort of like know the name. And I like saw the, I saw John Himes and I'm like, is that the, but in any event. Um, so Sick also stars uh, Gideon Adlon, who we most recently saw in the, the, um, Oh, fuck, what's the name of the witch movie? The Craft. I was like, The Curse. It's not The Curse. It's The Craft. <laughs> what was it? It was like The, 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 the craft, craft Reborn or something. Yeah, uh, that Legacy. movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So.
2: Um, she was one of the, the young ladies in that. Um, and then a woman, Beth Million, plays her friend. Um, there are two young ladies. It's, this takes place like at the outbreak of the pandemic. or Well, maybe not at the outbreak. They're like leaving college. So it's probably like I guess they do say it's March or they say it's April. It's like basically. No, I think they, so yeah, I think
0: it's like they're sending students home because ever the world is freaking out. I think it was that kind of thing. Yeah.
2: yeah. So they're kind of like living through that moment and they decide they're gonna go to uh Gideon Adelon. Her name's Parker in the movie. Parker's uh family has this like it's a real nice lake house. Like not the kind of mountain house the Schnars family bought this is like uh several levels above um sure very nice and uh yeah so it's like this huge house it's like very fancy it's on a lake and they're just gonna sort of ride out they they say they're gonna quarantine I don't know it's like sort of they don't they don't make exactly clear how long they're gonna be there they also didn't like bring that much stuff with them but whatever um and so they're just like having a good time they're then joined by. Tyler, I think, is the one that joins them. The, the sort of like on again, off again, love interest for Parker from the, from their school. Um, and like very quickly thereafter, uh, slasher killers show up and start slashing them and chasing. I should mention there was like a there is an opening sequence where we see someone get slasher murdered. Very sort of like classic slashery scene. Um, and so but with no context. Um, and so that was sort of like, okay, you know, what's sort of the, you know, what movie you're in here. Um, but the rest of the movie is that these two young ladies trying to survive slash escape and there are twists and turns.
0: It's true. <laughs> there are, <laughs> uh, yeah. Rachel, what do you think?
3: So I feel very conflicted about this movie. On one hand, I think it is a really effective sort of thrill ride slasher, you know, the Kevin Williamson is st- DNA is strong, the seed is strong. Um I think it has a great opening set piece. It's nice and brutal. It sh- sets these really great stakes for the film. Um and I think it does a really good job of maximizing the anxiety and paranoia that we all remember very well about the beginning of the pandemic and like setting like in the backdrop we have like real footage of like Anderson Cooper all of these things um and so like all those things are really really effective and really triggering like if I never see someone wash their groceries again I will be a happier person because that is trigger um and and I think there's really great interesting casting choices in this there's some some actors that I really really like some really cool sort of character actors um But there is sort of a third act twist that I feel very conflicted about, and I don't want to get into that, obviously, because that's a major spoiler territory that left me kind of feeling sour and complicated about it because I don't know. It's so muddy, but also, like, there's also this element of Kevin Williamson and his identity and his background that I think complicates it further, Um, and so I'll talk more about that. But ultimately, my feeling is it's an okay popcorn movie if you are – if you can just kind of like set aside your feelings about some of the like morality of it towards the end.
1: Casey. Uh, Yeah. I think uh, a popcorn movie is the best uh, description for this. For me, this is, I enjoyed watching this movie. I was uh, fairly engrossed in it and everything, but it's also didn't do anything too new and exciting as far as a slasher home invasion type movie. We've seen this a lot before, but the actors that they did bring on board, I think they all did fine performances and everything. And like I said, I was kind of, you know, I was paying attention. It drew my attention. So that was pretty good. And for, I think before the pain, it's interesting because this movie is about the pandemic. I think before pandemic, this is the type of movie that would have been perfect for being released on streaming before we started seeing blockbusters getting released and stuff out there. It's It's a streaming's a good niche for it, is what I'm trying to say. And then uh, also, I really like saying the last name Menchaca or Menchaca here. (laughs) Jonathan.
2: Yeah, uh, we should. I mean, this was a straight to Peacock special. Straight Um, to what? Yeah, I mean, which platform is that, John? You know, it has to be. It has to be organic, Eric. Ah, okay. It doesn't. Gotcha. It doesn't work. It's not. Um, <laughs> Where'd you watch this, John? But
0: no, <laughs> I, I, do,
2: I, I do think um, it works in that environment, right? It's it's like eighty five minutes long, so not only is it is it it moves, it has a propulsiveness to it. It's also just short. <laughs> so um, I like when you realize there's literally only three people, like this is not the kind of slasher where there's any sort of body count to speak of because it's three people. Like there's just, you you sort of have to like reconcile. And so even calling it a slasher,
0: almost killed multiple times just to give you the satisfaction that you're watching a slasher.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's what I was going to say. Like even calling it, I mean, it's a slasher. in so far as like it, it plays with some of those tropes, but it's sort of more, maybe thriller is like appropriate. There's, um, I don't know. Like, I had a good time with it. I, I am – like, I think all of the interesting things to say about it are about the ending and, like, the yeah, way that, that it wraps up. So, like, we're definitely going to have to get into it. I'm, I'm very curious <laughs> where Rachel's going to go because there is, like, a level here of, like – I don't – well, and Eric sort of teed this up. This is a movie – at least my experience, this movie is, like, it's so inextricably tied to the pandemic and, like, the – Tr- you know whether it's triggering or not, like I don't know, whatever. But it's like this wasn't like a fun time. We all want to like live in again, so it's <laughs> there's just like yeah, a level yeah. of
0: I agree.
2: I don't know, yeah. um, but yeah, uh, I don't know when we're gonna be able to like have a movie that's set during this time that isn't triggering. Like it's, maybe never. That I don't was know. a so yeah.
0: There's a there's a related Instagram question later, but yeah, it's um, it's also like. And again, it it does ultimately like I don't want to see a humorous slasher about 9-11
2: either. No, but (laughs) this movie does try to like it, it. I think ultimately at least tries to raise some interesting questions potentially about how people behaved and like. Choices that were made, I don't know. Again, Rachel is going to tell me why I am. Well, we can unwind, I mean, I'm, we can yeah, unwind I'm it. I'm time. We can definitely but, unwind it
0: when we get there, yeah, because I have some questions No, well,
2: also. I just, like, that to me is the only interesting part of this because otherwise it's just like, it doesn't have anything to say about the pandemic until you get to that, right? Like, otherwise it's just like, this could have been said anywhere. It could have just been set at a house that these two girls were in for whatever reason, you know? Like,
0: it didn't yeah. matter. I'm, yeah, it doesn't matter until it matters. I'm pretty on board Um, with everything that's been said so far it's a I think the one place where it really stuck out to me is uh excuse me um the stalk and chase scenes are very well shot like they're they're choreographed and shot almost in the way that you would do this in an action movie or something like There's lots of interesting kind of tracking stuff happening as the killer's like kind of bopping around the house. But then once the, the, in particular, the first real like attack scene, it is choreographed and shot to the hilt. Like it's so, there's not a lazy shot in there and it makes it really, um, really tense, really energetic and fun in that slashery kind of way. And so that was like the one way that I think it really stood out to me. It is, man, like, as the movie started and they're really giving you the whole um terroir, terroir, terroir of like of this time period you know it's like we're getting fauci we'll check the usage of I don't ter- ever terroir. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, in a world where like right wing politicians are daily now like surfacing conspiracy theories about like I never wanna hear Fauci's name again. I want that dude to go retire and go off into the sun and I never wanna hear his name. Like, not because there's anything wrong with him. I just can't. Again, you talk about being triggering, John. Like, I don't wanna relive 2020. It's interesting. I don't remember people wearing masks in April. I don't remember masking being a thing until like summer, like May or June, I feel like, because it didn't happen right away. Because well, in the, the beginning, style were like yeah, of masks, masks they will- were
2: wearing were inappropriate because
0: people were wearing like shitty cloth masks. Like I w- to the to the extent I was wearing a mask, it was like nonsense. But I remember, and I don't home. know. Rachel lives in a much different land than we do. But I remember in the beginning, even on the news and being like, they don't think masks will do anything. And then suddenly, like two months later, somebody was like, "Hey, masks would really help us here." Like, but but whatever. My I my memory, to be fair, could be very fuzzy. Um, but I ve- like I was uncomfortable in this beginning part because I'm just like Ugh, like I don't um there is some like it is a pretty funny movie but it sort of picks its spots where it's funny like the <laughs> once the reveal happens or whatever there's this video of her making out with a dude at this party um and there's this hilarious line where they' where the person confronting her with this video is like and you said, hashtag uh, 2020 sucks donkey dick, (laughs) hashtag COVID up in my face bitch or something like that. The hashtags were so, so good. There was something really funny she said in the very beginning too to her friend who wants her to put the mask on. I can't remember what it is at this, but there's like a really funny exchange. Um, But the other really super funny moment was, um, oh, when the she stops to get rescued by a woman on the road and the woman won't let her in the car until she puts her mask on. Like that's part of what happens. But that was, I was initially rolling my eyes at that scene and then I was laughing by the end of it because like it was just funny. It's just really well done. And I didn't know it was written by Kevin Williamson, but now in hindsight, I'm like, okay, some of those jokes are of a caliber and they're few and far between. It's not like a just full jokey thing. But mm. some of them are just of a caliber that, they're like, all right, that makes sense. Like, you've got a pretty clever person like writing it, but yeah, I would say it's a, it's a, man, a sub 90 minute runtime. Um, some nice, really tense stalker slashery scenes. Uh, really well shot. You know, I was bumming out in the beginning, like, uh, call me old school, John. I like my slasher to be wearing a stupid mask. Now, in the fullness of the movie, I understand, like he's basically just got like a mask mask on, right? Which totally makes mm-hmm. sense. But in the beginning, I'm just like, man, you just go to the store and get yourself a stupid goat mask or something. Come on, dude, like let's make this happen. <laughs> Clown, goat, it can be literally anything. Like just pick a mask, you're good. Um,
2: I was fine with it. I I sort of like-
0: I, I don't, I'm not a big fan, because this is a modern, uh, again, it does tie into the movie, which to me makes it relevant. But I feel like there's like a modern stripped down slasher that wears like skinny jeans and a black sweater and like maybe like a beanie. And it's just like, all right, fine. Like, fine. Wait,
2: what are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> this is a thing. It's a thing. There's not like a, are you referencing a specific film? No. Or? Yeah. Yeah. I I'm feel like confused. I have seen this, is, this happened on Twitter. I have it? seen
0: several <laughs> movies where I feel it's like, I think they want to go like a little more stripped <laughs> down in a meta kind of way and like faceless more where I'm just like, I don't know. Just what if you were in like There's, an elephant mask or something like that? that'd be cool.
2: There's like a realism that that is at play here. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And I think that that it's fine
2: dovetails with and again, the way they handle the thematic thing, right? Once you get with the mask, that's <laughs> yeah. why it's
0: fine sure. because once you get the reveal, it makes complete sense why why he is mm. the way he is. And there's that really great reveal too. The one killer dies, and then another. It at that moment in the movie, you don't know what's happening. The person who walks in literally looks identical to him, so you think like I was thinking maybe there's some kind of like supernaturally thing happening here um that's not where it goes but you don't know at the moment so it's it's an effective moment but yeah it's it's pretty decent i do have a lot of questions slash ponderings about the twist yes (laughs) so why don't we just get (laughs) into it does somebody want to describe what happens
2: rachel sure okay so (laughs) um or Eric, he watched
3: it most recently. but Eventually, ended. they do catch up with her, uh, Parker, and uh, they bring her back – they drug her and bring her back to her house where they reveal the motive – because a slasher killer must always have a motive uh, – for uh, the stalking of her. It turns out that the party – there's this whole B-plot about her making out with somebody else and her boyfriend being upset about it um, – that at this party, COVID on my face donkey dick party, um, she – was asymptomatic and passed on COVID to multiple people at the party, including one of their sons, the youngest son, who subsequently, very rapidly, I don't know about, I'm calling shenanigans on the timeline, but whatever, uh, he he died, subsequently died from COVID. And so they are getting revenge against her and the guy in the first scene was the person that actually gave it to her. So they've been like contact tracing and killing the people responsible for the mm-hmm. death of their child.
0: They also give go. her a COVID test, but <laughs> she is still positive.
2: I'm yes, gonna call. Siné,
0: I don't remember there being tests that early. Either. There were Those there, tests yeah. did not definitely not exist for sure. Like, yeah. If you're gonna yeah. make those were the like, early
3: ones, though, I was like, Ooh, but if oh. But if you're gonna make your movie <laughs> like
0: if you're gonna make your movie like <laughs> so about COVID, like let's get the fucking details right, people, all right, like because you could have said it. At, quarantine lasted a while. Like people were quarantined like most of the whole summer and shit. Like so, but
2: there the, I do feel like. I mean, again, there's a window where this would that this all like hangs together because yeah, you do get to a point in the pandemic where people like kind of stop giving a shit and like,
0: you know, no, I totally, mean, but this would they is still have, like but, murdered people for getting like, their son sick. Like, Well, I understand. Maybe, right. But... I understand what you're saying. It's like in the initial like hysteria. Yeah. Um. Here's, the, I, yeah, here's my it, thing. Here's my thing. All right, let's just get into it. Okay. I want to be careful because, like, just because a killer's somebody writes a killer's motive in a movie, it doesn't always have to be what the movie's trying to say, right? The movie doesn't always have to be trying to say yeah. something, right? However, yeah.
3: not every movie is prescriptive,
0: yeah. <laughs> right. However, it all—it's often the opposite. Uh, however, the right? movie like, is we're not also supposed to identify, with you know, the it also it also is the surfacing time. these ideas into the into my gray matter here that I'm working with, which is like. There's a correlation being drawn, I think, between like carelessly giving eight people COVID and having somebody die and being a slasher murderer, basically. Like, there's a pretty, to me, clear one-to-one that the killers are making anyway, and that the movie's asking you to ponder. Like the like that I think is makes me uncomfortable because I don't know I don't know how to reconcile that in my head some of
1: that's the black humor behind it though too though where at least parents are going so far as to murder contact trace and murder everything person that had come in contact to lead to their son dying and they made a point that they're always like "Oh, make sure your mask is on i'll put your mask on because there was like one time the dad didn't have his mask on mom snapped at it, put your mask on and stuff like that there's some dark humor there that they're willing to do that but still sticking to the rules what it
0: also really made me think about this is so interesting actually like I vividly remember at the time the like Florida spring break stuff happening and people just, just obliterating these kids on Twitter. Cause to be fair, they would interview a lot of them and they sounded just dumb as shit. But weirdly, this movie, I had this moment of empathy while in this movie where I thought like it sort of sunk into me like what it must have been like for people to have lived through that without fully-functioning frontal cortexes. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, we are sort of at, at the age of reason as like um, middle-aged adults, right? Where like, it was disturbing and awful, but like, maybe we're in some ways, at least some of us, more capable of thinking outside of ourselves, but like, you're not really capable of doing that as a kid. And like, yeah, I don't know, it was weird. Not like, the, the and the movie specifically kind of paints her as being like, hilariously reckless right like it's not like even compared to her friend who's also young and her friend is very like masked up like even within the younger aged people like there's tension there right but I, I don't know it was interesting it gave me this like empathy that i don't remember feeling i just remember feeling like rage at the time and then i was like no nah, like i don't know i no, kind of get it watching this
2: i i actually think you're like getting exactly what the filmmakers want like i would say it's like pretty unambiguous Do they want that- me to feel
0: feelings john i think it worked
2: that part, like, Parker is right. Like, and some of this is, like, maybe I'm just... Who's Parker? Like, I need, like, a the, description. The girl. Okay. There's only, the like, two girl. people with
0: names in this movie. Main One of them girl. is Parker.
2: Got it. <laughs> yes. Um, like, typically, it, it, the way, like, most monster or genre things like this work is, like, the monster is destabilizing. And then it, it like... The the characters have to like correct correct for that and, and well like and also like establish
0: the monster normality and the monster has a understandable grievance right so then it, so then but you're left away like their grievance versus what they're doing like but I'm like, not saying it's, it's so they're I'm, so over the top like it's course, I don't know I, my
2: reading is like it's very clear that what the, their behavior is no, like more know. reprehensible than hers of course it and is. that like her killing them with like. You, you that's cathartic like you we are meant to be like she took care of those like
0: people that were just acting I john know, i would out i would s- i would i would put out there that there might be people out there who would watch this movie and find more equivalents than you are and i'm not with those people but i'm just saying those people exist
2: well i'm yeah. not I, sorry i'm not saying that the movie isn't asking us to like compare them there is a comparison but clearly what they are doing in murdering people is worse than people who exposed people to COVID unknowingly. <laughs> like, it's not, there's, we are being asked to, like, compare and then realize that, like, oh, if you expose someone to COVID in a situation where you were, like, having fun at a party, where, like, the, the point that Parker makes at one point, because she asked them directly, like, uh were, are you not upset that your son was at this party? <laughs> like, he did he not have any part in, like, his own choices, you know, and they don't respond to that. I think they just ignore it altogether. But I don't know.
0: All right, Rachel, you look pensive over there. Why don't you I mean,
3: I on? don't I don't love that we're treating people who take masking seriously as the villains like that. That definitely soured it for me. Like, look at these hysterical people that like are taking COVID seriously and expect people to mask and like be responsible. But I think one of the things about Kevin Williamson in his writing, this is something he's talked a lot about, like that. So much of his becoming a fan of horror when he was young and becoming someone who wrote horror is very much wrapped up in his identity as a gay man. Like he loved Halloween and identified with Laurie Strode because he saw that like her survival against these like everything being thrown against him or her as something he could relate to as like a gay man growing up in a small town and being like you know bullied and harassed horrifically Um, and then you know he went on and wrote Scream which is explicitly a gay survival story that is what he was doing and so he does a lot of working things out and I I found myself again because apparently I can't come on the show anymore uh, without talking about like the AIDS crisis but he's 57 he was he came of age in the 80s when being gay especially a gay man was like essentially people wrote you off and stigmatized you as like you know you it's a death sentence essentially Mm -hmm. just to be a queer man um and i think that there's why this is so muddy is there is this mixture of wanting of mixing um the stigmatization and criminalization um of hiv with this modern plague um It's essentially treated like a sexually transmitted disease in this movie. Like it's described as a respiratory uh, illness, but – It's passed on with sexual contact from her multiple partners and engaging in risky behavior with multiple partners. And so I think there is some degree of that happening in this where he his over identification with final girls, as well as like the the backstory of like the way that plagues have been treated, that makes the ultimate sort of answer very, very muddy um, in a way that felt super uncomfortable for me, but also kind of understandable. I don't know. What do you guys think?
2: I think mm -hmm. my gut reaction – I'm just going to react in the moment. This is what we're here to do. It's a lot to bring the, like, Kevin Williamson – needs experience and like I
3: didn't mean, it's a pickup. deeply traumatic experience for like a, a generation of gay men, you know, to have totally but I'm set coming like, of HP. No, like, I think the question
0: I, is I mean, more I, how I, much of that is, is sur- surfaces in the movie.
2: Yeah, like I like I know who Kevin Williamson is. I knew he was yeah. gay, but like mm-hmm. it never once entered my mind that this had anything to do with his experience as a gay man. Like right. I don't Maybe, yeah, no, no, it just does and people who are younger than me or less connected to horror than I am which is like most people watching this movie are there's just no way they're going to get that from this like i just
3: i mean i don't think he's trying to say it like overtly i'm saying i feel like it's impacted the way that he viewed and wrote this story like the where he ended up with it as opposed to like he wanted to say something about state like criminalization of like um you know path like there's you know, there are some states where you, if you knowingly have HIV and have unprotected sex, you are like, can be criminally yeah. charged for it. Yeah, And, and so I think there's some of that sort of boiling below the surface. And that's why I'm saying, I think it's interesting because I'm like, how does his life experience play into this and complicate the politics of the end of this? this well, cause ultimately
2: what, what you, where you started and just, I want to make sure I'm understanding it. Like the fact that it makes the mask wearing parents, the bad guys is the Mm -hmm. problem. My, the count, the other thing I was going to say, and someone else brought this up, but like the, the friend is also sort of like Mm -hmm. coded as like the goody two shoes mask wearer, but not in a bad way. Like she's, Mm -hmm. yeah, if anything, like if anything, Parker is like, I don't know, responsive to the friend who admonishes Mm -hmm. her, you know, like she does put her mask on when the friend asks it. So like, (sighs) I don't know. I feel like well no I mean
0: no but I think also, that's like, I think it's an important coded
2: as like a, a monster I think it's an, an important no, point you know, yeah so. I think
0: it's an important point that the friend is there also being that way and and not being coded. I mean she's yeah. coded as the, being much more logical than our main character like our main character is sort of presented flaws and all I think as this person who just like is not thinking outside of herself.
2: It's also but, interesting, and like I haven't thought about. This. I'm like thinking about this out loud. But the the first guy who's killed, like DJ or whatever his name, or PJ or something, he is presented as like mostly following the rules. Like he does wear his mask. Like he's like doing. He's reluctant. Like clearly, there, there's like a moment where he's like pulling his mask down to like I don't know, wipe his nose or I can't remember exactly what he's doing. Um, there's a lot of attention being paid to how he's like performatively doing the things he's supposed to be doing while he's in this because we follow him around the supermarket um and then he does do all the like wiping down <laughs> oh my god groceries. the wiping down i mean and that always yeah. makes me laugh the first laugh. text
3: they send him is also like um do you want to play uh ha- have you tested because we only play with covid safe like there, there's some like there's some language in there that feels pretty coded and loaded
2: yeah, to me yeah yeah yeah. no sure um, and they're yeah the yeah the the pickup
0: the one and i guess the um, wiping down of groceries was like that always makes me laugh because like that is a thing that pegs it as at such a specific moment yeah like yeah. we did yeah, that like, i feel wait, like that happened for like two weeks it wasn't that long but house, i remember like my like, mom I remember my mom turning the garage into like a decon chamber at her house where like, yeah, everything (laughs) got fucking away. I think I think it might have to happen for like maybe two weeks. And then I was like, this is stupid. I'm not doing this. Yeah, there's just no way. Yeah.
1: But I don't I'm kind of with John. I don't know that I picked up on those angles of that story because I to me, a lot of it just reflected on. It came across as reflecting of the craziness that you saw on social media at that time during that period during quarantine. And there's a lot of people coming from both sides. And you could even say some of them, I mean, obviously the crazies, we all know the crazy arguments. There's some people that had reservations on both sides that was realistic. I, th- I saw a lot of that reflected here with a little bit of over the top, is how it came across to me. Just so, which is to say, I thought it felt fairly realistic for the time period they were trying to set it up. If you don't get into the nitty gritty, like think, well, you know, with the mask style, yeah. masks and stuff like that, I think they did a really good job of representing. No, well, it. if anything, like I feel like the
2: real crazy behavior policing didn't start until later, right? Because again, to Eric's point, like people didn't know how important the masks were because there were. I mean, not, yeah, you that'll, know, that's an interesting point. I mean, sent, an interesting
0: but, point in history in general that like. The beginning of quarantine was pretty cooperative by most people. Like, it was more just the longer people had to stay inside, the more people just started losing their goddamn minds and, like, never, yeah, like, well, there was never like that one month that. period
1: where everybody was just scared and didn't know what the hell was yeah. going on. And then,
0: <laughs> like, then these idiots were inside too much and started Googling, and then we are. Now, what, right what was that? Um,
2: When did that spring break happen? Because that was kind of like it was a real that I thought it was that year, moment. right? Like, but I, I think, think it was, was early up.
3: when they were like, it's oh, it's not really affecting young people. Young people aren't catching it. It's fine. It's fine. It was that era. See, yeah, I, I, thought, started I thought it was in, March, in fall. Right? I thought it
2: was like not till the next college fall, because there was a whole bit about like kids are going to go home to their like parents now. I feel like I, I remember because it was like that, was like that end of semester or something. I feel
0: like mm, I remember maybe. being that it wasn't spring break.
2: 'Cause I I, cause I
0: work in news and I remember Oof. like covering it.
2: We oh, all look, I lost track of time. Like it, the whole fucking thing is like a oh, yeah. you know, disaster. I just think really our fucks, grandkids are gonna watch this and the, not understand what the pandemic the was like. The thing that anymore. really fucks, fucks <laughs> <kidding>. with me.
0: <laughs> the thing that really fucks with me is when I think of like we go, haha 2020. But it was like almost three quarters of 2021 before anybody was vaccined and out doing stuff. You know what I mean? Like yeah. 2021, man, is this real vortex time sucker for me. Of just like, that wasn't really real life either. You know what I mean? That was still was just the same thing going on forever.
1: I mean, I still have time, hard time sometimes coming to terms with it that it was like three years ago.
0: It was like two winters and two summer, you know, like.
1: Yeah, and it doesn't feel like it was that long ago sometimes
0: see this is my problem with movies like this honestly <laughs> like i think that for me like i don't want to live in this like to your point john like for not even sub 90 minutes i would be cool if movies and tv just forever pretended this didn't happen
2: well it definitely and i don't know maybe i, I haven't seen that, other than the screen movies i haven't seen that many kevin williamson movies i don't think there's definitely like the same thing that happens in Scream, where there's like the moment of like Basically explaining the movie to the audience, like yeah. the
0: whole thing with the there's this. Yeah. If they really wanted to kill her, like they could have killed her, like many. No, many that times felt over. yeah, that felt super. Um, well, to Kevin Williamson, what it felt like was early 2000s yeah. post-scream slasher, where that was yeah. like like post-scream. Kevin Williamson, not that there were never slasher reveals before that, but it became you had to have one, like. Yeah. That was the whole sort of pinpoint of the genre. If you look at all the stuff that came after, like
1: well, really as far as Kevin Williamson's scripts go, I think this one is pretty formulaic for his stuff, right? It's really nothing I, new.
0: And I think there's a certain comfort to that too. If you've loved a lot yeah, of I, movies like in my book, but. if you've loved movies like Scream or I Know What You Did Last Summer or Uh Urban Legend or something, there's a little bit of that in particular in the reveal stuff.
2: Yeah. But they get rid of all the, like, nonsense. The nice thing here is it does, there's not a lot of, like, other than, as Rachel, you mentioned, there's this, like, B-plot about the, like... To me, it felt like it wasn't even a B. It was, like, a D-plot. And then they tried to make... They tried to, like, elevate it at the very end. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Which plot was this? The, like, her being at this party, which it becomes this moment for, like, a hot second...
3: Yeah, I see it. Yeah, throughout. I watched it again today, and they do seed some of the stuff yeah. throughout.
0: They do, yeah. but yeah. it is kind of like a because hey, Chekhov's yeah. make out. There's the video. <laughs> <laughs> there's the video, and then like <laughs> the book. It's a whole thing of the argument between her and the guy, and then really the rest of the movie is like chasing and murdering. And then it comes back. I don't know. I think it I think that thread is like woven pretty well, and it really like it just because it gives us this moment. Of them reading the hashtags, like I'm pretty there for it. It's so good.
2: <laughs> yeah, but no, no. The I guess the point I was making is like they do cut out like there's not lots of like characterization and development here. Like it's sort yeah. of other than some of these,
0: which is okay. It's a slasher. You know, no, but like, I'm saying
1: it as a good thing. Like this is it that feels is like, like a, a, a
0: slasher-ass slasher, bumps, which is yeah. a thing that he's pretty good at, and uh, you know, I, I do enjoy.
1: Yeah, that's the point I was making though at the top of the show, that this is a movie that feels like it's – streaming is the per- perfect place for it to be, and it's the perfect kind of movie where you're kind of flipping around bored and you want to watch something new. You throw this on, you'll be entertained. It's not going to blow you away, but – they put Skinnamarank in a fucking movie theater. And so the baseline now is just so fucked. Like, That's I can't fair. decide what should be in a the theater anymore. Well, as a matter uh, of fact, I did send you guys a text when I started watching this on Sunday night. It's like, wow, this movie's amazing. It has a plot. <laughs> <laughs>
3: did we
2: get Rachel Skinnamarank review? I haven't seen it yet. Oh, I wow. Wow. Mm, no. Good for, it's you. So so for you. I'm so happy Because I'm
3: watching like t- half my my like social media is like this is a masterpiece and the other half is like what is this piece of shit um, those, not, those are the porn bots not
0: mine those masterpiece tweets not you're so, right but not mine anymore because i straight up started muting people that liked it yeah. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> just so you know out there in twitter land you've been muted Rachel, i'm i'm so happy for you never having watched i this don't movie. need oh, listen, i don't need it's, that i don't need that kind of energy in my life john people liking skidmering that is really you can funny. go in the pile with the people that like Halloween ends that I don't see tweets from anymore
1: I'm
2: sad that you're not here with a hot take like in either direction honestly because I was really excited in about fact, it but I'm you know also what I'll do because Twitter, Twitter does not Twitter
0: does this feels
3: ad- like a situation where I let Ariel watch it and
0: tell me <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't like me may, maybe I can griller. I don't know if I can turn this off on my end but Twitter does this really obnoxious thing where it'll surface tweets that other people liked so like if I notice all of a sudden, like, why am I seeing so many tweets about this subject? Like, Skinnamarank or Halloween or whatever. And I'll look and it'll be like, liked by blah, blah, blah. I will straight click on that and mute every motherfucker on it or unfollow them. That was like, that I was following that put this on curse on my timeline. <laughs> I will end that <laughs> shit. shit. I don't fuck around. Harsh. Uh...
3: Now I feel like I have to watch it like the more you hate it, the more I'm like I need to know what is what is the worst movie
2: I've well, ever I'm, seen. I'm trying to like I, I like i I'm trying to prevent that from happening so i'm not, I don't want to make it seem like we hate it too much it's because it's not that kind of hate
0: I do it's like right. a, like now the the internet like has, a
3: Serbian film situation where everybody sees it because the it, you know everybody no, types it as being the so people bad.
0: the people who like Marink have made me hate it more than when we reviewed it mm. last week now that oh. I' listen to it. <laughs> Ah, I see.
3: <laughs> In that case, I am con they, I do not like that movie. <laughs> they ins- they
0: insist upon themselves, John. Yeah, no, I'm sure. Um, he's not wrong. It definitely
3: it,
2: it <laughs> you know it's listen you know more emotions no, than
0: wait, did. you know you way. know like it's skin, bad um,
3: liking Skinnamarink is not a personality, people. <laughs> you know it's you know
0: it you know it's bad when Casey agrees with me because he's so nice. <laughs> when Casey will be like it's bad then you know it's not great <laughs> all
3: right my, my territory uh, like interaction this week was me, like looking at your tweet thinking I knew what creepy 90s comedian was being
0: creepy oh like oh wrong God. one oh wrong
3: one again <laughs> keeping video. us busy this
0: week <laughs> uh, I don't even want to get into that it made me so mad it was so stupid sorry no it's fine uh, all right would you recommend sick Rachel I mean it is not an it's not aggressively
3: bad I think if you want to have just sort of a, like a goofy slasher it's a, like you said it's quick it's easy there's some fun kills mark amenchaco who we didn't even talk about is wonderfully oh. quietly menacing like he always is um jane manchaka. adams is excellent in this yeah. um i would say yeah give it a watch and then go out and watch john hyme's other movie with mark manchaka which is the superior one called alone that nobody saw except for me oh, apparently. Alone no
0: is really we good we did alone. you did a review alone okay yeah. good yeah we so, liked now, it is he also really good. On, is he also on ozark that dude he was on the first season of yeah. Ozark. okay that's yeah. what yeah. i he was in. he has a very yeah, like yeah. distinct face beard situation yeah. Yeah. Alone is it. great. I think it was on You, like you never go uh, with Mark
3: Manchaka to the second. It's the endowed rule. You never go to the second, second location. location. With
1: Mark <laughs> 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 you mentioned uh, Jane Addams. I did like uh, seeing her in a different role because she's typically kind of sweet and innocent and a little flighty sometimes. You see her a lot in comedy. So it was cool yeah. seeing her uh, show up in a new she's, role here.
0: She's funny. Yeah. She's yeah. good. Like that whole, yeah. you know, she does her comedy stuff well. All right. Um, Did I ask everybody? Did you want any of our other? No,
3: I'm the arbiter. I am the grand arbiter. (laughs) (laughs) We're done. (laughs)
0: Rachel (laughs) has spoken. Would you recommend this,
1: Casey?
0: (laughs) Casey, would Would you you recommend this? Yes, I would. John? I'm going to go yeah, too, I think. Yeah, I'm also yes. It's a pretty fun little slasher romp, and it's well done. Yeah. I don't know if you know this about me, John. I like a good slasher movie. It's kind of my thing yeah um yeah i did know that actually i like watching a series of people get stalked and murdered and then having a reveal monologue at the end could have had more preferably with hashtags could have had more people killed
1: you know mark benchaka had that uh pretty sweet giant Rambo survival looking knife i thought that was pretty cool too as far as a survivalist or a slasher weapon that's true great all
0: right Let's take a quick break into some fan mail.
1: When you were growing up, the boogeyman was just a fantasy. Had its own power. The boogeyman. The boogeyman. He's here. Now by the time they believe in him, it will be too late. late, late, late. <laughs> The Rated R. This is Jonathan Breck, Creeper, and you are listening to Bloody Good Horror. Back episodes and much more. Patreon.com slash bloody good horror.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was trying not to cough and I did it.
2: You waited right till you were like, ah, we're out of the uh, break here.
0: Uh, this is the. M- the most not sick I've been since Thanksgiving, but I'm not a one hundred percent not fucked. sick. You just
1: said that out loud.
0: I'm not, not sick. I'm not, not sick though, I will say that. Yeah.
1: you are gonna catch COVID again just because we talked <laughs> yeah. about it. Basically
0: where I'm at is like, I guess I'm not sick, but I still just have a cough now.
2: You're like, this is just how I feel now yeah. all the time. And if I
0: have a day where I I I'm like go through a lot physically, the next day my throat just hurts and then it goes away after like a day. That sounds bad. Like that sounds like a thing that's not going away. <laughs> when I say it out were loud. We're
3: sending you electric throws, my friend. <laughs> we're going to send you a muff.
0: Man, like we stare. had a we had a snow day here on Monday and like I was outside. We made a snowman and I built like a uh hill for the kids to sled on and like man, I could not move yesterday. How big was this hill you built? <laughs> um Maybe four feet high. And but then uh, the but then the, the yard is also on a slant, so the hill just kind of oh, gets okay. you going. And also gotcha. I tiny kids. So it was like a giant yeah. thing to them. Cute. It was fun. It was fun.
2: I had a proud We've t- had no snow. The like low has been like 40 oh, we got, for two months. Yeah, it's we ridiculous. got kind of
0: dumped on, and it was per- it was perfect snowman snow. Like you where you make a ball so and you start rolling wet. it, and like ten seconds later it was like ginormous. It yeah. was awesome. Um I had a proud parenting moment where in the middle of all this, I could tell some other kids across the street had come out and saw what we were doing and clearly went in and got their mom and were like, do this for us. And I saw them out there <laughs> trying to do it. They couldn't do it. They're not as cool as me.
2: <laughs> I like that you're a proud parenting woman someone else couldn't do the thing you were yeah, doing. It's that's like, how that works, John.
0: <laughs> Keeping up with the Joneses and the Joneses you are on me. You weren't
2: like, hey, do you want to come use our sled hill? No, no, no. Hell no.
0: You- you build I, your own over there. I don't know these kids. I'm not inviting strange children oh, over to my yard. God, kidding? Okay.
1: We have a big music center, like the outdoor amphitheater, like for all of Central Indiana, is just down the road from me. And in the winters, they leave the back gate open, and there's, you know, it's a huge like. Pavilion seating and then a huge lawn section that you know it's all raised up seating. They let us go back there and sled down the back of the lawn section on the outside of the fence. It's a good times. So That's a huge hill. Yeah, we <laughs> yeah. had one of those growing up, and that was similar, like a bowl.
0: Yeah, like a we would go. There was a like, I mean, it was a nursing home in my hometown that had like an insane hill in the back of it that they they would let kids go sledding on. One year. They had been doing some kind of construction, and there were huge dirt piles at the bottom of it that then oh, got yeah. snowed on. So it was like a like a ten foot ramp, ramp, basically. Yeah. And I was in my I feel like I was in my early twenties or something, and went or like my teens or something. Like we just thought it'd be fun, and I You're remember getting injured, dude. Yeah, I remember going off this ramp. So I'm sitting on my butt on I don't know what kind of sled it was, but like going off this ramp and immediately, you ever do that? Like you hit the air and go. This was a mistake. I don't know what I'm gonna do. <laughs> <So dead. laughs> yeah. And like your I, body weighs so much yes. more than it did
2: when you were little. That's yes. what you
0: yeah. forget. I if remember little, you hit the ground. It's like, oh, I right, hit the ground sucks. and felt every bone in my body compress. Like it hurt yeah. so bad. Yeah.
1: It's one of those ones where it feels like your entire skeleton shakes. Yes. It was awful. <laughs> yeah, it
0: was so bad. Rachel, have you ever been sledding?
3: I mean, I have traveled to places where snow are and have gone down. (laughs) I mean, my version of this is like, sometimes it rains here. Hey, (laughs) I did this weekend though. I went hiking and I, I like kind of hydroplaned and I felt not my bones compressed, but I felt like my my thigh muscle like boing to the point of ripping and then bounce back. But it was, (laughs) and I was like, I don't know five miles away
0: from the car, <laughs> so
3: it, it was scary, ice, <laughs> but no. yeah.
0: I slid on ice today, and I think I was this close to tearing a groin muscle. Like, that's the, that's when you know you're like at that certain age, when you go to catch yourself, and you go, yes. ooh, I almost popped a gasket there. Like, that's. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. 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 got to take care of that undercarriage. We,
0: yeah. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> you're telling me. <laughs> we old, so.
3: Yeah. I was out there feeling young and youthful, and then my leg went, I was like, oh no, you're an elder. Oh, move man.
0: on <laughs> um john ha, have you yes. seen Mathregan yet john i haven't no but i was very excited to
2: learn that it is already streaming
0: yes yeah
2: unbelievable do we think i cannot wait what do you to think of that it?
0: as a as a strategy john
2: i mean look it seems a little while so, like, two weeks plum.
0: two weeks in the
2: the Blum can do no wrong in my opinion. So we're you know, I don't I don't second guess the business strategy. Let me just say that like, yeah. somebody paid him some money to put that movie on streaming. So, um, yeah, Are you gonna they see know it? what they're doing. I need the I can't review. wait to watch it. I'm very excited. I still haven't seen it. So
0: you know what I didn't do, John, which I should probably do. I guess we'll do right now.
2: Start your list.
0: I know. I didn't. I didn't think sick number Ooh. one.
2: Yes, <laughs> Regan number two. Um,
0: a Rink number a
3: million. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs>
0: no, I'm just I'm slotting that in right now. We might bring the, the worst back. J- the worst list back. Uh, well, we did. I mean, we did some worse this year. Let's see. Um Eric Bgh end of your list.
2: Uh, but Exciting. wait, so are we making the decision right now that we're going to Infinity Pool? Or do we need to wait to see if you guys can see it? I I feel like do, well, I, I
0: just need to check that it's in my theater, or that we yeah, can. Yeah. Yes, if if I can see it, yes, we can do it. I was Damn, in. They had, a, they, they had me at. They had me at piss soaked. I'm in. All right, I'm gonna say number one. I mean, one. Rachel's got
2: me more excited than I've been for a movie
3: in a long. I mean, time. are you a Brandon Cronenberg fan? Do you like Antiviral and Possessor?
0: Yeah, yeah. I have a great time. Uh, I loved. <laughs> awesome. I loved. I loved Possessor antiviral like i'm curious though
3: are like i guess the question is (laughs) are your theaters going to be able to show it because it it, like it has like unsimulated sex and stuff in it so i don't know what
2: uh, a problem in new york city don't threaten me with a good time no
3: i just didn't know like i don't know what your theater situation what does that mean it's not gonna it's not gonna play in like you mean it has actual you mean it
0: it has actual boning in it is what you're saying
1: you're
0: not sure was it movie magic well, she said
2: unsimulated <laughs> sex. Like, I, I mean, That's there's just only sex, one way right? that I'm confused works, about the, right? the verdict. <laughs> All right, this is, um, very, this is very important, John. Rachel, the, the like, standee that I was describing earlier was in an AMC theater. Like, I don't... Yeah.
3: <laughs> no, uh, I'm sorry. i so just, just imagining what the standee would be, because, sorry. I mean, they <laughs> just
2: have, they're I saw, teasing me. They're like, you might want to see the movie, if they're going to show, here. like, a,
3: a different cut of it, because I know, like, Possessor did, like, they, they released the unrated separately from the the theatrical was just... yeah, but wasn't the unrated like nonsense
2: like there was like nothing I think we ended up watching the unrated and like I don't remember yeah. there being anything
3: super there's a little there. bit more violence and there's some unsimulated sex in it Brandon Cronenberg yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going we on with this conversation.
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs> the, the
0: daughter Kronenberg. has
3: a movie coming out next. So I so I'm just like, that. I want to yeah, see, yeah, yeah. see what's going on with this oh, family.
0: More like Cronin yeah. Boner, am I right?
1: Yeah. Brandon's like, you know what this movie needs? Unsimulated sex.
0: <laughs> um, so, John, we're going to start my 2023 list with a little bit of a, what do they call it in bowling, an 8-10 an eight, eight, split? A turkey? I'm going to go oh, okay. Megan at number one and sick at number 10. The two movies oh, we've reviewed this year. Okay. There's no way okay. Sick ends up on this list, but I would like to fill things in. So, God, what if it does
3: though? <laughs> <It'd>
0: be sad. <laughs> what if it does? That'd be a sad year.
1: Yeah, it is early.
0: Um, and I don't think Megan will end up at number one. I can only hope. I did like it a lot, but there's got to be better stuff this year. Than there usually is. So we'll see. For now, Rachel,
2: what's your she is your understanding that the new Ari Aster movie is horror or not horror? I
0: thought it was I a think comedy. it's going to
3: be sort of like surrealist drama with like some horror elements. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm still we're still 100% going to
0: I like the idea of just Ari reviewing all see his, it for sure. I like the idea of reviewing all his movies out of spite because he's always said he doesn't like to be known as a horror director. So I like the idea of just oh, insisting know. on reviewing all of his movies and calling them horror movies
3: like round table being like, I don't, we don't want to be called the pizza place.
0: <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese. Being That's like, what you do though. Chuck E. Cheese being like, we're more of an Italian experience than yeah. anything. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese. Casey, what are we going to, oh, um, sorry. We do have emails. Um, Rachel, I wanted to check in with you real quick and see how your sleep mask situation is doing.
3: It's going good. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I still wear it, and I've had not had any spiders in my ears, so I feel like it is effective. Yeah, that's I feel good. good about
0: it. That's good. And are we doing the eye Torkin. cover, too? Are we doing the prototype that had the eyes, too? I have not been
3: doing the prototype with the mm. eyes, but you know what? I need to I need to bring it in so that you can see it <laughs> in its fullness. <laughs> <laughs> I I, although I do feel like I want to change some elements. I think right now I have a thing that's just sort of like a flop down, and I feel like there's still a lot of like – light seepage so i may create like a like a, a velcro attachment that goes
0: across so i have so an we'll eye see. we're innovating i have an eye like science it doesn't strap it's just a weighted it has it like it's mm. basically like segments that are almost like bean bags that are stitched together and so they're they're like i don't, this is the listeners can't see this sort of curved so like because it's beans when you put on your eye it fills mm. in so there's no okay you know That's what I mean? It's like that kind of a situation. Yeah. But when you roll yeah. over, it falls off. Um, anytime mm. I roll over, I wake up anyway. So I just roll on my side and I reposition. I wake up like 10 times a night.
1: Oh my God. Yeah, Amateurs. A, you I'm, haven't
0: committed to I'm a very late. <laughs> I largely go right back to bed, but I'm a pretty light sleeper. <laughs>
1: I'm telling you, the best way is CPAP mask, put CPAP mask on. (laughs) I could wrap the blanket over my head and (laughs) I'm good to go. Hey,
3: there you go. I have a new mask.
1: I got sent one of those red
3: light therapy masks that whenever I put it on, I look like if Tron had a BDSM scene. What is that? What is that? What is is that for? They are making that new one. I know. Yeah. And weirdly, it's Brandon Cronenberg doing it.
0: <laughs> now, what is the what is, is the tease me? What does the red light do? Uh do
3: you really want I mean, yes. so basically it's it is okay, so you know, waves are different lengths of width, right? Um, and red light is the longest wave, so it pierces deeper into your epidermis. So this is and a it's skin, able to like
0: skin thing. What's that? It's a skin what's that? thing.
3: It's a skin thing, there you go. That T-D-L, T-D-L-R? T-L-D-R. Skin thing, yes, yeah. (laughs) And it is horrifying on, (laughs) we'll Hmm. see what it does. (laughs) Cool. All
0: right, thanks for the update on your sleeping situation. Um, This was on Slack. In sick, the killers are murdering people because of the poor etiquette of not wearing a mask during a pandemic. What other social faux pas do you think are deserving of murder? Uh, I would say getting your nasty feet out on a plane. You should yes. get
1: in behind that. Yeah. It's high. Um, anyone there.
0: clipping their toenails in public—that is not okay. <laughs> Lots of feet things. Yeah. I don't want your feet around me. I mean,
3: eating loud food next to me feels like it's uh, <laughs> whoa. It's an appropriate
0: the bar time is coming down. I would also say nothing has <laughs> ever, nothing has ever made me more legitimately homicidal than. Upstairs neighbors in an apartment building throwing a party past like one a.m. Like even one is really pushing it. One. If, if you Dude, live like in if you live in an apartment. Ten thirty. Yeah. No. Well, that's why. Well, when I was younger, I would try to be like, okay, I get it. Right. Like, if you live in an apartment, you just can't throw parties. I'm sorry. Like that doesn't. Yeah. It's not how that works. Maybe midnight. I used, to,
3: I used to live in an apartment underneath a Fijian um a rugby team. They were awesome. They had a lot of parties. They were cool. Um, The problem was the parties would go to the next morning. And so about 7 a.m., the karaoke portion of the party would begin. And I would hear like 18 Fijian gentlemen singing Celine Dion. Not very well. They were not hitting the high notes. (laughs) And it was a regular occurrence. (laughs) Finally, I had to be like, I'd come upstairs and they'd be like, Kate Winslet. And I'm like, yes, yes, please stop singing. I'm going to go back down. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. We have a rental house next door to us, and about two renters ago was a uh, Latino family who – they're very nice and everything, but they would have big parties on the weekends, especially around the holidays, but it was probably like every other weekend, and they would have – get the music going and go to like two or three in the morning. I went over there once and pounded on the door and I could make through the wavy glass that they literally turned their dining room into like a dance hall. There was like twelve of them in there dancing and it was to the point where neighbors were calling the police and they, they cops couldn't even get them to hear them knocking
0: To me, the door. if you're throwing a big party if you're throwing a big if you're throwing a big party like FOMO. <laughs> if you're throwing a big party like that and you're older than like twenty two, like fuck off. Like I'm sorry. You don't need to do that until you're like 50. Come on. Eric it's your
2: shit together only live once bro.
0: Yeah. So do I. And I don't want to hear your shit. <laughs> keep your feet away <laughs> from me.
2: I was going to say like 90% of what other drivers do makes me want to murder them, but that's why I don't drive that much. So that's, yeah, you know, that's how I've solved that problem for myself.
1: Mm. Yeah. Mine's more, uh, more grumpy old man than murdering but I could not goddamn stand people that stop in the middle of the aisle at the grocery store to gaze open mouth at the shelves pick a side get out of my way
3: (laughs) Um, people who mistake movie theaters for their living room and also want to be on their phone the whole time in front of me those death so I I,
2: I mentioned I went to uh, Avatar 2 this weekend three hour plus movie three hour 15 movie and so at 10 a.m. in the morning on Saturday, because obviously that's when I'm gonna go see that movie, it was still pretty full. Someone it, and it was also 3D IMAX, so expensive ticket, like not a cheap ticket. Fucking family brought like a one-year-old child into the movie theater with them. Ugh. And I'm just like that
0: cannot be good for their hearing.
2: It like no part of it's good. Like at what point did you think you were gonna get through a three-hour movie with this? Kid? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, right, right. Are you insane? They um, left after like legitimately 20, 20 minutes that they just walked out with the kid. And I'm like,
0: what? Like, sure they haven't had it that long. After Maybe spending after spending probably $40 to get in there.
2: Yeah. You learned that lesson real quick, Rachel. Did you say it was
0: IMAX, John? Yeah. 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 So they probably spent a good 40 bucks to get in there. At least.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you think New York, it, to New York do you,
0: City. $27 a ticket. Do you think they charge them for the baby? Probably not because the Uh, kids. No, because they probably didn't see. John, you're the first IRL person I've talked to that's actually seen Avatar, which is insane because it's apparently made ten bajillion dollars.
2: Dude, like everyone's seen that Um, movie.
0: No, I'm not. It's really really
2: good. I'm never gonna watch it. Did you like it? Loved it. It was awesome. Here's the thing: if you're if you're gonna go to the theater, like this is a movie to go to the theater for. Like it's fucking great in the theater. It's not as good as the first
0: one. Like I love the first one. Oh, that's a hard no for me then. Jesus Christ, it's not better than the first one. Like. Are you fucking kidding oh, yeah. me? He spent 20 goddamn years making this movie. But, <laughs> well, like, what? I, I, I don't know what your expectation is. It's not are, better uh, than the first one. Are you in? Insa- really? He, he made like 20. He spent like 20 years making the first then one. No too. I mean, fucking, like, then, I, no fucking way am I ever going to see this movie if it's not better than the first one. Okay.
2: Uh, well, I mean, other people might think that. I don't know. For me, it's it crazy. It's really good. I don't
3: know.
2: Did you see it, Rachel?
3: No, not yet. I mean, I am yeah, gonna oh see man. it in the theater because my partner wants to see it, um, so we'll go. But I was not a big fan of the first one, so I'm not like
0: woo rare. Look, enough. like my thing is like, like the best movie I ever
2: made. I enjoyed. So, yeah. They're so fucking well dialed. In. Like, James Cameron is he's a gift. He is a gift to all of us. He's a fucking. The action is sequences is. there's no better director at these action sequences. There's like a 45 minute battle scene in this movie. You're just sitting there the whole time. I was like,
3: did, yeah. you, see, did you see that one? That thing like, like it's just. I oh, enjoyed. Like you are movie. actually selling me uh, on this a little it's bit. It's so good. Jane I enjoyed made some of my all time favorite films. I enjoyed yeah. the
0: spectacle of the first movie, but like, I have never seen it since. And I cannot imagine watching it, not in that like big 3D crazy environment. Cause the actual movie is like, okay, like, yeah, it sucks.
2: That's um, why I waited like a month and a half to go see it. Cause I'm like, I'm
0: going, I'm going into 3D IMAX. Also, like, literally every- I agree. Same thing. I go see it on like regular D. Literally every quote from him that's been, out, that's been out there about this movie has made me hate him more and more every time. Like, that's the problem. Oh, like he's I he's reached he Tom Cruise levels for me of like, fuck off, I'm never seeing another one of your movies because you are such an insufferable asshole. Uh, you're just doing yourself a disservice.
2: Like, I don't know, stop listening to him, I guess. Like I that's, that's like lies. the easy solution here. <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, it's a lot of fun. Like, I don't know. What are movies for? Like, what are <laughs> they for? Just have a good time for the love of God. John, <laughs> like, one-year-old child. You know what I watched, you know what I watched yesterday,
0: John, that I enjoy quite a bit? The last broadcast. Now that's a movie.
2: Oh my God.
0: You and the last broadcast. <laughs> I'll
2: tell you.
1: <laughs> I'm a camera fan, but I'll tell you what impresses me more than anything. He went to the bottom of the freaking Mary in his trench. That's freaking impressive. <laughs>
2: My, my son is pretty excited to see Titanic because they showed the trailer for the, like the 25th anniversary, which they're doing in 3D IMAX as well. And I was also, I was sort of like, Titan- oh, no. I taking to see this. Like Titanic? there is a lot of
0: Titanic. I like. Yeah. I
2: like Titanic. If you like Titanic and you're not seeing Avatar two, I don't know what the matter they with you. They are I got so <laughs>
0: not analogous, John. Come on. You're insane. <laughs> I All don't right. Know. We got a cool email from Eddie. Who's, um, patron backer thank you eddie and he's on slack and he had been posting about he he i don't know how he did this magic drew up a spreadsheet that compares historical run times of horror movies
3: i know who this is (laughs) he's one of our patrons sweet
0: so i asked him i asked him if he could like i asked him if he could like ballpark this for me and email it to me and he did so here's his findings uh, historically, there's no major variance in the number and length of the longest runtime horror movies. Uh, there is a Stephen King effect in decades where he is hotter and runtimes are a bit longer because he needs an empowered editor. <laughs> That's what he says. Uh, number three, <laughs> Coming the, <for> the, king. <laughs> the 90s was, was the one decade where the longest movies were not as long as other decades. So if you grew up in that decade, you probably are not as used to longer material. Uh, and number four. Is this just a horror film thing, or is this all movies? I think this is where I've seen oh, okay. this
3: chart. Okay. Yeah.
0: Number four, okay. there is a trend that in the last 15 years or so the longest runtimes are longer than in the past. But the bottom of those list of 15 or so films are still comparable to other decades, um, to other decades top heavy longer movies. Uh, but there are only a few of them. So and and it, mm-hmm. so overall it sounds like there's not that much of a difference. Um I not Maybe I'm just paying attention to it more, or maybe it's it's more that you've got more movies that are like long because they're sloppily edited, and not because they have like a reason to be long. Huh?
3: I wonder. Oh, he gives his I website wonder what here. Percentage, like, has does he talk about like the percentage of horror movies that are longer? I can't remember, um, or because um, I know he had like a list of ten, the top ten for each each decade, but. I feel like a larger portion of them are longer, but that might be like yeah. you, I'm just sitting through more.
0: <laughs> he does give um, his website here. It's Okay, That's it for emails what we got on Twitter, Casey.
1: All right. we've got a couple of tweets out here on Twitter this week. Uh, let's see here <laughs> our first one. Pardon me. My cat just opened my office door. Uh, First one comes from at the nun club. Did anyone else flinch when that lady coughed in the checkout line in the first three minutes? Too real. Yeah. I did jump. I still, if if I'm
0: clocking somebody hacking up when I'm just like, really? Or if you have to call with
3: someone that had the worst cough (laughs) I've ever heard in my life. And I looked around, and he was like mask down. I was like, "God damn
0: it!" If you have to, <laughs> if you have to cough in public, that still for me is like a butt clench moment of like, "Don't do it, don't do it." I mean, I so like I ride the subway every day to work. Like, you
2: just I don't know. In New York, we've kind of had to like move. Yeah, beyond. well,
0: I, I mean, no, there's de- there is absolutely been I think a, a desensitization to it for sure.
2: Well, or, like, a return to the sort of baseline level. I would – no. well, that being said, I do think people notice more. Like, if someone coughs on a subway car, everyone looks at them. It's <laughs> right. just like –
0: That's what I'm saying.
3: And don't you feel like you have to be like, no, 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 it's allergies or I just swallowed my own saliva or something? <laughs> like, if I have
2: to cough, I do the, like, here – I'm, like, shirt up, like, arm. I'm, like, guys, I'm doing everything I possibly can to not cough in, like, around you. Please just leave me alone. Yeah. So –
3: yeah, there was All a right. lot of triggering stuff in that first act for me. The cough, the, yeah, the groceries, the news, like seeing some of the people I haven't seen in a while. <laughs>
1: like it was yeah, triggering. Next up we got at Marcus UC 26. What are the top three things you guys would bring to it for a trip to a cabin in the woods?
0: Snacks. Ooh. The first we, two, the first two things are snacks. Um, a cabin
2: a deck of cards, slash yeah. board games, slash exactly. puzzles. Like my
0: laptop, probably.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. That's cheating. Why? Well, Eric is the same guy that we went to a, a cabin weekend with uh, the folks from Night of the Living podcast, and he sat and played the uh, stand up arcade game with uh, Jay fralick all weekend. That thing was
0: <laughs> shit, dude. I played so much Ms. Pac Man. That was the best.
1: It was like the most <laughs> relaxing weekend ever. All right. But well, next up, we have a bunch from uh, at KTKATP. We'll pick out two of them here. First off, Rachie, tell us about the 12-step program for hats and purges, purses. Which step is having your friends find new connections or sources?
3: So she is, she's calling me out, but she is like one of my number one hat pushers. I get calls from her like at 6 o'clock in the morning like, there's a hat for sale. Like she's, she is a hundred percent a, like a, an enabler. <laughs> so I guess my first one would be, um, but just kidding. I would never, I love a cat.
1: <laughs> this and is also, uh, did, go ahead. Eric. No,
0: I was just gonna say Mondo does this to me with horror shirts. He'll just yeah. text or, no. or, and and horror vinyl. he will be like, I think he wants me to be like, Ooh, we should, I'm going to get this so that he can be like, yeah, me too. And I'm always like, dude, I can't, I can't do this. <laughs> Like he wants me to enable him and I won't do it.
1: All right. And another uh, good question here from Matt KTKATP. What is your quarantine buddy ideal?
2: Myself. Yeah. I mean, I feel like when you're married, don't you have to say your spouse or it's like you get in a lot of trouble.
1: Hey, we're in a no judgment zone. No, yeah. <laughs>
2: Brandon Cronenberg? Maybe? <laughs> <laughs> maybe. I'll get back to you after I see infinity pool. <laughs>
3: <Interesting>. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Depends
1: on how much piss is involved.
3: <laughs> I would say moderate. <laughs> I mean, nothing like, you know, excessive. Just a moderate oh, amount
1: of piss. That's not what the infinity pool's filled with, is it? <laughs> <laughs>
3: I don't know. I love a good like. I had a good pod going, you know. Like if you have a responsible pod, if you have responsible pod mates, that's really good. You can like desert island with your friends. Cat um, is someone that I have podded, like had to be in a pod with. We we rented like a cabins and things like that during the pandemic, and like got away and and had fun. So I guess nice. maybe that. I don't know if that answers the question, but yeah.
1: All right, that's it for tweets, Eric. What do we got on Instagram?
0: Let's see. Mm, 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 mm. Do you ever see the BGH crew doing another meetup in the foreseeable future? Uh, we've talked about it. Not There's yeah. never, there have not for, I mean, it's actually insane to think. It wasn't 2019, didn't it was in the fall 2019, the last
1: one we did? Oh, the 10-year, wasn't it? No, it was the Chicago one. Chicago, that was which was tenure. like
0: 12 or 13, I think 12. Yeah. I think. Um, and I think that was 2019. Yeah, because yeah. that would have been 12 years. And we were like immediately talking about doing another one and then sick happened. All blew up. <laughs> and, yeah, stuff <laughs> happened. Um, A lot's happened since then. Yeah, I mean, Joe was our main like party planner. So that's a big thing is like our legit, the, the, um, drive to want to do all the logistics. I don't know is there so much because it's it's an enormous undertaking to plan something like that.
2: I mean, if I'm at my mountain house, I'm only like an hour from Eric's, uh, you know, from the That's capital true. region. You know, it's so not- I guess we could host one there.
0: It's not out saying? of the question, but we could always do like a lo-fi. I mean, like the first meetup we ever did literally was we all were in New York City and we're like, hey, meet us at this bar. And like a couple of yeah. people came out. It was kind of cool. That was years ago. Mm-hmm. That's how I met we Jenna. Had- Charges trainer.
3: Jenna.
2: Yeah.
3: Well, I vote uh, you do it. I vote bring back the meetup because I never got to go to one. And I want to come. San Francisco. This is fully. Yeah, listen, I secretly California. We let's do it. i do Do
2: Zombie girls, BGH tag team. Secretly, I kind go. of like. Cabin in the woods. Secretly. We should, well, what
3: we should do is rent a couple of gigantic cabins up in Tahoe. And then right. have everybody go and crash there. It's so much fun. I've done it.
2: We're we're going to need uh, the the Patreon to start performing uh, <laughs> <laughs> high level.
0: Patreon.com slash bloody good horror. I yeah. do enjoy the shade and Freud of all the people that every time we did a meetup, we're like, I'm going to go next time. And then this is what happens, folks, when you don't do it. We get old. Like, and we may way. just never do one again, so I can continue to enjoy all the people who were upset they never got to go.
3: I feel very attacked. Let's move forward.
0: It should be a lesson to everyone out there. You know, life is uh, fragile, <laughs> and you never know when you'll get another chance to meet your favorite podcasting That's friends.
3: It's true. true, but Vegas, Vegas. In
0: fact, that was that last meetup was the last time that I really drank. Like drank like a bunch that day we were at, the, like, we were at that bar for like yeah. 11 hours or something yeah yeah
2: it's not the last for
0: some of us
1: <laughs> we we started with uh shots of malort with the bartender too so oh i didn't
0: do that Bart. yeah i was just drinking vodka but still
1: we, weenie
0: <laughs> i have a fragile tummy i can't just be drinking malort and see what happens like on a trip <laughs> it just doesn't. i feel like the warning just is just not in smart the like yeah. if it was a Malort mushroom, you wouldn't eat it. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. No, it's fair. Um, how do you how well do you see the COVID era movies holding up years from now? Who can say? I don't know.
3: I feel like they'll be better in the future. Like it's too like it's too soon.
0: It does feel well, soon. you mean like ones that are made in the future? Something like this in be 20 years. What is it? How does it hold up, you know? Like No, they're saying yeah. movies that are being made now. That are yeah, they're with asking like how this movie yeah. or like Host? I don't know, like
2: what are the other COVID that are like truly sort of like See, covid-ish?
0: I think Host has something like Host could hold up more because yes Host is a pandemic movie, but that medium it's on that like that Zoom thing is such an yeah. that's an ever-present part of life and it's just going to be more so. Like Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I
3: think,
0: think it's a it's a though, good you're... little
3: slasher. What? I
2: Sorry. was going to say your point, or like, I think the point you were about, uh, like, people will be processing the pandemic in more interesting ways, you know, l- like, give it more
0: time. <laughs> like, let's let, I don't know. That's well, that's, saying? I, I don't right. think. Okay. Yeah, lap up agree. The show. <laughs> I mean, this thing is like, I think our parents, I used to think this kind of about like, you know, so not, you know, we all lived through nine 11, but nine 11, insanely disturbing thing to live through. It also was like, the event was like a day. There was something different and more grinding and insidious about the pandemic because it's been happening one day at a time and it didn't really have an ending ever. And like, it's always, I always say like, you know, if you're our age, you have grandparents who went through the depression. And those are the grandparents who would like, go to the restaurant, like s- steal food and their My grandma, used should steal food in her purse and shit. Like free popcorn. She'd like be stuffed in yeah. her purse. Never throw out silverware, that kind of thing. Like we're all going to have weird ticks into where the rest of our lives, like we're going to have weird shit.
3: Well, because the pandemic happened to all of us. Like, I think we all had very different, depending geographically, all kinds of different things had very different 9-11 experiences, yep. you know? Oh
1: yeah, definitely.
3: Whereas the pandemic, like you want to, you always talk about how you miss monoculture. Oh yeah, <laughs> maybe not always.
0: <laughs> I didn't say I missed him having mono. That's different, but yeah. <laughs> um all right. All right. He's gotta think about this I, They're just not qu- they're not questions, so it's like I never know what to do with these. Better sequel name for sick. Sicker, still sick too, or wait, still sick or too sick too furious. <laughs> not down with the sickness. Ooh, that's yeah. good. I, I prefer
2: something with like a colon in it.
0: That's true. That's true. I I selected um sick 2 sick whatever sickness 2 and they said would you watch a fast and furious horror
1: sequel? Sure.
0: Yeah. I've never I mean, seen a single one of those movies, so I don't
1: know, I guess so. I I I've wow. watched them all at some point or another. I'd watch another I one. I saw night.
0: the scene in that one movie where one car <laughs> jumps from one of those buildings in Dubai to the other one
1: yeah that's
0: it i've seen that scene that's it the
1: documentary yeah. fast and furious <laughs> i don't want i didn't watch any of the fast the furious movies for plot i watched them because like you know you see the rock pull down a helicopter with a chain in his bare hands or something stupid that like that kind of that's action, what I watched for.
0: that kind of action just doesn't do it for me like if i want to see stupid action i'm gonna go watch con air for the 400th time mm.
1: mm-hmm.
0: now that's a fucking action movie or the rock. Yeah, it is. Basically, anything with Nicolas Cage via ne- circa 1995 to like 1998.
2: Yeah. I That's speaking crazy. of stupid action, I look. So John Hyams, his dad Peter Hyams, the the movies he's like most famous for are actually the 90s action movies, including things like Time Cop. What? Okay. Yes. Yes.
3: Excellent. Excellent.
1: Yes. Well, was it so, John or his dad that did uh, Universal Soldier? You said that was that's John. the son he, uh, okay. did, he, did he didn't do the regeneration. first generation yeah. yeah 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 he
2: did I like gotcha. some of the
3: sequels I think
2: the like lower budget sequels
3: how dare you
2: I mean <laughs>
3: <laughs> the masterpiece regeneration put some respect in it
2: he did uh, Um, Peter did the relic too horror horror relevant
3: oh did he do the relic
2: yeah Christ. wait sudden death that's another uh, JC VD Mm. Yeah,
0: that's what good too. Yeah. Love it. Last up, how many werewolf TV show comments do I get before I get banned? The answer is that was your last one. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so there you go. Um, <laughs> Patreon.com slash bloody good horror, John, where you can mm-hmm. get a live stream of this show every week. You could be seeing Rachel's amazing electric pink hair that matches her sweater right now. So nice. <laughs> um, or you could be S- send us to Tahoe. Or you could I make, was gonna say all of us and a, make our the dreams
3: gr- of a meetup come true, people. Yeah, yeah. And meet maybe let Tahoe. we get to do a makeover. Like the
0: make oh BGHR
3: Barbie. There's there so go. many this exciting things that are happening. We
2: we just cracked this one. <laughs> oh, you can get <laughs> all that get the Patreon people on the phone.
3: <laughs> <laughs> We're about to crash Patreon.
0: Yeah. You can get can uh every back episode of the show. There's hundreds and mm-hmm. hundreds of them John, which reminds me we're almost up to episode 700, which is pretty cool um, yeah I'm trying to I'm trying to look at get a look at our feed here, John
2: where this is 693. That's what I have.
0: Um, yep this and the, uh, this week so you can get either like a drive full of all the classics or um, at the entry level you can get the feed where we curate classics every week. This week it was extraterrestrial. I think that was a found footage movie, wasn't it? Yeah. That was episode 316. Uh, originally aired January 25th, 2015. Oh, that's today.
3: What a different world we live in. Originally aired
0: <laughs> simpler times. Seven years ago. Mm-hmm. That episode. Um, you also get early releases of the shows and you get access to Slack. Oh, last Slacks week, John. Boys. Last week, I put up a haunted house. Remember that? That was a uh, the Wayans brothers like that was the spoof spoof oh, thing. Oh yes, okay. one of the war, genuinely worst things I've ever seen, but it was a fun show. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I did. I see it like that.
0: I didn't listen I've, to it. I just remember it being fun. Okay. I don't vet these at all. I just put them up in the feed, so <laughs> you never know what you might get. And I've been getting a little more adventurous about going like 315s, like a little far back, farther back than
2: that. Did, I did uh, see that, and Andy Helmkamp joined us on that episode, apparently.
0: Oh, nice. Oh, wow. um, yeah, Haunted House, that episode 235, so it's way back, originally aired January 17th, 2013. You remember what you were doing in 2013, John?
2: Uh well I can tell you the week after that I saw Mama in the theater. Remember Mama?
0: I'll tell you it's what another, was happening yeah. in 2013. I'll, call back. If, I'll tell you what was happening in 2013. If I slipped on ice, I didn't almost give myself a hernia. So
3: <laughs> as long the as you H- can hold on to that almost. <laughs> when the almost goes yeah. away, that's when things really get
0: yeah. dark. <laughs> oh, exactly. Man. You know, that always I don't know if you guys ever had that experience of just like you're a kid and you hear one of your relatives got a hernia and you're just like, what does that mean? And then somebody explains it, you and you're like, oh God, is that what your body does? Like, oh my God.
1: <laughs> Get away from me. Snars, you. I just happened to open up Facebook and I saw a question or the answer to your question on uh Infinity Pool earlier, Uproxx says that you won't be able to see the NC17 cut of Infinity Pool in theaters.
0: vote we wait then. I'm fine. Yeah, I want i all I'm the, down with that. I want <laughs> all the urine. <laughs> Rachel, did you see the NC or
2: yeah, did? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Only the most uncut. <laughs> Just yes, yes. <laughs>
3: oh, I mean that's pretty much my motto. Only the yeah. most uncut.
0: I like my I like go. my Cronenberg. How I like my adjacent goes to hell.
1: They uh, it does go on to say it, the NC 17 version includes orgies, adult breastfeeding, and an Alexander Uh Some <laughs> excitement there. Very nice. All right,
0: cool. Um, that one's
3: going to be super fun to unpack the politics of.
0: So that maybe, really so maybe not in theaters. Uh, we might
2: need Rachel because there's. I'm just, it's, like, I'm not going to be able to handle maybe it. Maybe
0: not in theaters this week, but we'll figure it out. But we will be back next week. Um, man, it'll be February. I'm still not really into this year yet. Like, I'm not really down with it yet. So, you know. But yeah, February. Anyway, it's going to do it for sick. Sick. Hope you enjoyed the show, and we'll talk to you next week. See you. Bye, everybody.
1: Bye bye.